0: You know, I, uh, you know, (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of weight riding on this Hmm. because, well, because it's a big thing, you know, it's not, it's, it's, I mean, it's the matrix. It's (laughs) like, you know, uh, name another movie that's been parodied so many times. Name, hmm. name a movie that has so many other movies that parody this movie. As much as much as this.
1: I I feel confidently saying that I can name at least one and maybe you'll contest oh, oh, what? Titanic. Um Just hmm. Just like I'm the king of the world and standing on front of ships and yeah. just like a couple same, things uh, same ballpark same, same I, yeah. I, I will concede that it's the same ballpark
0: I'm, i wouldn't um, argue i wouldn't whole, feel
1: confident enough to say equal or more but i'd say for sure comparable
0: yeah i but i mean the whole slow down dodging the bullets mm-hmm, thing mm-hmm. like that's like that's
1: so you know. <laughs> hello and welcome welcome to the movie men podcast um i'm <laughs> yeah i'm peter yeah, you are. Oh, and uh, this uh, and
0: I'm Brady. <laughs> and uh, this week we are doing the Matrix because we asked you guys. We're like, hey, here are four 1999 films. Uh, what do you want us to watch? Um, <laughs> and can I say I'm I'm the this vote, the vote, and the outcome of the vote surprised me on two accounts. Okay. Surprise number one. You put forth Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kind of surprised me. Surprise sure. number two: The Matrix One. Mm-hmm. Um, surprised and a little disappointed. I kind of I was I was rooting for Sixth Sixth Sense or um, or the Green Mile, just because I have never seen the Sixth Sense. Okay. And. Uh, and Green Mile is a film that I saw a part of when I was too young to see it mm. and is the movie from my childhood that traumatized me. Oh. And so I think I was like, I was interested in re like getting back and, mm. you know, I don't know, seeing, you know, well,
1: well, what is this all about? Mm hmm
0: uh but it's fine it's neither here nor there
1: i uh, but the matrix won the matrix one i was equally i was fine with anything that would have won because the matrix which obviously did win and shout out to um super patrons marshall and daphne because they wanted the matrix and that helped sway the vote for sure but i was interested in the matrix um i'm curious how it aged I was curious about The sixth sense, sixth sense, because I know you haven't seen it, and I was curious. how It's it, hard to say. And cur- <laughs> It's hard to say. And I'm curious how it aged. I've never seen The Green Mile, and I've heard a lot about it, so I would have been okay watching that. And, I don't know, I just felt like a good scare, so I would have been okay watching The Blair Witch. Wow. Okay. and Well, that's fair. And the one thing I'll say is... All the the connecting tissue or the connecting commonality between all four films, I feel they were all pretty influential in their own right, like in their own category.
0: Oh, definitely. I mean, the Blair Witch Project essentially kickstarted a genre. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the, The Matrix, like we alluded to, has, you know, has so many other pop culture references Like, it's referenced so often. Kind of similarly, the Green Mile, right? Like, people say dead man walking on the Green Mile has been said in other films. And then I've seen at least two or three. uh, Like, just, honestly, just as far as, like, referenceability, Mm. right? I've seen other things where people are like, I see dead people. Oh, yes. And you're like, I know what that's from. I haven't seen it, but I know what it's from. Yep. Um I do know the spoiler from Sixth Sense. Okay, so that's uh, a big So that would have been Yeah. 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 So that would that would would have kind of is it an M night Shyamalan movie? It yes. must be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, because that's too big of a plot twist to you know. To well, not I, we won't be. give it away, but it's 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 too big of a too big of a twist to not be a <laughs> Shyamalama yeah. ding dong. For sure. Um So the Matrix. Now you brought up Marshall. I did. And I want to say uh that I Marshall asked a question in mm-hmm. his he voted on Instagram. Okay. And and when he did that, he said, let's see if it's as good as we remember it is. And that is the question that I wanted to answer. I'm like, okay, sure. yes, let's let's see that. Let's not see if like let's let's not let's not I I didn't want to fixate on is the Matrix a good movie? Uh-huh. Um because Spoiler alert! It is. I mean, we—it's that's—it's the Matrix. And sure. It didn't get as big as it did, and and spawn two sequels, soon to be three sequels. Right. Nice. Um, yeah. Because it wasn't, because it's not good. Mm. Um, but is it as good as we think it is? Mm. Is it as good as we remember? Sure. Uh, and so that was that was my mindset going into it. mm Hmm um do you want should i just drop the ball on on what my answer is to that and then we can just unpack it at some other point
1: do your call i've got a little bit of a trivia to go over but uh, you you oh yeah, yeah 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 it's been it's been
0: a few weeks since we've done trivia but yeah hit me with trivia
1: okay i'm gonna hit you with a, a trivia question and it's true or f- like true or false really simple really clear cut in 1999 yeah. The Matrix was obviously a big film, and uh, it ballooned mm-hmm. up, earned a ton of cash compared to what, you know, the production cost, the listed production cost was. But I'm, I'm just right. going to ask you, in 1999, did it break the top three for highest grossing worldwide films? Yes or no?
0: That's a good question. Was it, was it t- just too weird? Um, hmm... Was it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm wondering if it was just too weird mm-hmm. to to see that kind of success, too
1: nuanced to be a widespread like money maker. I see what you're saying,
0: right? Like, it is this just a um, is is it just a cult classic? Right. Um, I'm gonna say yes, but just
1: okay. You're wrong, but you're close. So the the biggest winner was phantom menace that year so that was like night and day number one yeah i mean night and day the two and there's a bit of a gap between one and two but number two was sixth Sense*. okay and the matrix was fourth so it was close and it got Hmm. edged out by toy story 2 oh okay rightfully so i think Mm, i would think so but uh, yeah, very a very jam packed year. Like Star Wars is going to be the the blockbuster, obviously. So yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Uh, the other thing I want to say is uh, more just a conversational piece. Despite widespread rumors, and I have to say this, despite widespread rumors, Sean Connery was not offered the role of Morpheus. He was offered a role in some of this in the sequels as a different. Character as the architect, but not as Morpheus. As the architect, so it's not true. And the other thing, other candidates for Neo, I'm just going to whip them off. We got Will Smith, yeah, who turned it yeah, down. I knew that one. Who I did not know that. Who turned it down because he wanted to do Wild Wild West, and he thought the yeah. Matrix was a little too nuanced. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Cage, who quote unquote turned it down for family obligations. And okay. the last and the biggest one here, Leonardo DiCaprio, who initially said yes, and then after a few meetings, he turned it down because, quote unquote, uh, he did not want to be in a visually, visual effects heavy movie right after Titanic. So. Right. Because there was a lot in Titanic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, you know, so I did know, I didn't know those other ones. I did know Will Smith. Interesting. Um, and when I watched the so I watched the Matrix last night. I was, it's so it's a it's a, a, a fresh viewing. Sure. Um, and I, I, I it was the first time that I'd watched it. I think since I knew it'd been a while since I'd seen it. It's definitely the first time I've seen it like as an adult, where mm. I was like, yep, you know, where I where I went into it going, okay, this is the time I'm going to fully understand it. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause but, uh, I don't want to speak you for you, because
1: I, I, can, I can relate, because as a teenager, as a child, when I watched it anyways, it was more, here's some lulls where there's conversation that leads to a really cool action sequence.
0: Right, some really cool action sequences where they're like, you know, defying physics. Exactly. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, it came out in 99, and it probably wasn't long after that that I started like that I knew it was a thing and I Mm. I saw parts of it, um, which is a whole interesting thing that I want to talk to you about in a second. But, um, this was the first time I kind of like asked myself, I kind of pictured it was during the, um, you know, choose a pill scene. Sure. And I was, I was like visualizing Will Smith there instead. And I think what I landed on was wildly different movie, right? Wildly different movie of Will Smith. Was Neo, but I would, I, but I'd be here for it. I'm like, oh, but for sure. I can, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm on board with this. Absolutely, absolutely, it would be good. Um,
1: Nicholas, Nicholas, so, Nicholas Cage, no, but Will Smith and Leo, I'm there for.
0: Yeah, uh, so something was interesting. I was thinking, like, okay, so when this movie came out, mm-hmm. I can't. I, again, I can't speak for you. My parents at the time. Uh, so, I was born in 92. Cool. And when I was born, my dad was 24 my mom was 25. Okay. So, when this came out, they're like uh, early 30s. Yep. And at the age where they're maybe still going to the movies to see movies Mm -hmm. or like renting movies when they come out, you know, like now, like, again, I can't speak for you, but like (laughs) my parents, my parents don't go see movies in the theater. I'm like, Hey, let's go to the movies. Um, they're not like renting. They're not like excited for new movies. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was just interesting to me that I was like, I'm like, you know, I saw this movie not long after 99 and I'm like, how, (laughs) How did I see this? And it was like, oh, because it would have been a new, exciting, blockbuster film, right? and my dad would have rented it. Right. And so I would have overseen him seeing it. Mm. Um, Yep. You know, so it was just interesting to me that it was like, oh, back when our parents were (laughs) young, movie-renting individuals, Yep. uh, that's when The Matrix came out. (laughs) And so, uh, to me, I was like, because otherwise, like, how do you see this stuff? How do you... You know, but that's how I saw Walk the Line. Mm. So it's it's like when Walk the Line first came out because it's I don't know it's like two thousand what two thousand two two or three yeah yeah so I was like ten sure Uh, as I'm not you know so you enjoy movies you enjoy your movies. But yeah. at 10, you're not excited about upcoming. You don't know no. that there's upcoming films when you're 10. There's no. just all of a sudden there's a film. They show up. And you're like, oh, I didn't know this existed. <laughs> Let's watch this. Right. Right. You have no concept of like new releases and and blockbuster stuff. Right. Um, box office hits and and stuff like that. So anyway, I, I just, I found that really interesting. Oh, um, for sure. So I'm going to pass this to you. Okay. But I just want to say. Yep. Is this movie the, to to the question, is this movie as good as good. we remember? Sure. To which I definitively say, nah. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it good? Yes. Sure. Yes. But I think this movie suffers from being too big of an entity it's okay. the matrix man and because it's the matrix we hold it to a standard that like you you think of the matrix and 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 i mean prior to rewatching it now you just you think of the matrix especially the first one eh, the second one's not so good the third one gets kind of weird although there's amazing <laughs> fight scenes in the third one yep um but the you think of the first one i think Kind of, for the most part, you think of it. When you think of it, you think of it as 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 the flawless Matrix movie.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: And then I watched it, and and I was like, and not not even taking into account some CGI stuff that didn't age well. Like the spoon looks terrible. Um, <laughs> Morpheus's glasses are never quite right. Um, but but all of that aside, not taking any of that into account. Sure. There are some. Uh, you know, I'm going to say cinematic, there are some movie going sins that this film is guilty of. Of uh, course. Yeah. That we just overlook, I think, because it's the matrix sure. because it's like, yeah. you know, because it's so big. It's like, it, you know, if you were to sit down and, and unpack, um, Oh, I don't know. The, the Lord of the Rings, right. Mm, or yeah. back to the future or, or Titanic mm-hmm. or um, you know th- if you were to really and you don't talk about it you don't you don't say well you know if you really think about some of these things in the first Back to the Future mm-hmm. eh, these are some problem moments but you, you don't you go it's Back to the Future right it gets right? a hall so pass yeah so I is The Matrix amazing yeah I think it's an amazing movie is it as good as I remember it. No, but I think that's because, because it's the Matrix, I'm, I'm constantly remembering it not accurately. I'm remembering it as it's, it's an, as an entity of its own, as this like almost celestial kind of like Mm. thing. It's the Matrix, man. It's, it's just, it's, it's not even a movie anymore. It's, it's just, it's, it's a, it's the Matrix. It's, it's, a franchise. It's a concept. It's a it's a a uh, uh, a thing that's parodied. It's uh, it's the Matrix. It's <laughs> it's you know, it's no longer just a film, and because of that, I think you know you remember unless you know the film really well. I think you remember it inaccurately, and if you go back through it, I think with a fine tooth comb, at least what I found, is going back through it with a fine tooth comb. I'm like, uh you know, it could be
1: better. (laughs) Sure. Fair enough. So, the mic is yours, sir. I I think we're on the same page, but for maybe slightly different reasons. So, I would say, yeah, I would mirror what you say. It's a great film. It's a classic, and it's it's good. Um, You know, it's a story... I think it, it it's very reflective of the time, right? Like it's it's a society in this in this story where people are plugged in and they're reliant on the on the system and most people aren't ready to have their minds free and break the chains and it's pretty heavy as far as the metaphors like it's pretty it hits they hit you in the face. Um, but as far as how did it live up? How did it live up compared to how we remember it? So I mean the story's not bad. Um i i would say there's existential films that have been better made since then so um in that regard i'd say it's probably not as good as we remember the action and effects i wasn't as critical of it and it could just be the context that i watched it in and you are more aware of such things so it could just be a difference between you and me but i'd say the action and effects for the most part are decent and aged well so in that way it's probably as good as i remembered um and you know Again, like I said, you have to just remember it for the context being like the 90s, very tech heavy and the ripples that this had in the film industry. So that's pretty remarkable. I think the, where I come from is, so all that being said is, I think it's a great film. It's very well done for the time and the era, but I think it's not as good as we remember it. And it's for me, when I watched this, the thing that I walked away with, I think there's such deep and complex themes that are just kind of touched on in this film that I think are just overshadowed by the action and the, the, the combat scenes and the, the kind of the, the visually pleasing stuff, which, which it's hard to fault a movie for being too good at one thing to dwarfing something else. But I think that's the case because there's, there's just some very interesting themes about like, predestination free will that are touched on and, and they're revisited throughout the film but I feel like the film could have been way more interesting upon me watching it again if it wasn't as action heavy or as rel- dependent on those parts of the film so it's, it's kind of a weird critique because it's saying hey it shouldn't be so good at something or at least spending so much time on something like the action to really delve out other themes so uh, I, I would agree with you but just for a different reason
0: Right okay yeah that I mean that's really fascinating I um, you know and I think I, I think I also agree with a lot of that stuff for me for me the major shortcoming of mm-hmm. this film mm-hmm. um, I think it's miraculous in the sense that it sets up uh, it sets up its own thing like it's it's so good because it's it's so original. Oh, it sure. It is. It's it's original, but it isn't. I mean, it's it's a you know, we we're, we're, it's it's not the first um, AI took over and and wiped out the human race thing. Oh right? no, and Terminator did that. Yep. Um, and it's not the first like you know, Living a Lie computer, but it just the way that it does it together and and the ability to because it, they're they it's essentially a movie about hacking. It's mm-hmm. everyone is is plugged in because they the they the robots took over the machines took over and we needed to get rid of them and they were all solar powered so we scorched the sky whatever that means we, like <laughs> stopped the sun from coming through sure somehow somehow um, and so then they adapted they were like well we need another power source. And humans are you know run on and and um, and produce their own electricity <laughs> um, and so we can just you know farm them for their energy mm-hmm. um, but they're probably not gonna do that willingly we're gonna need, <laughs> we're gonna need some compliance so we're just gonna like hook them all into this like dream state thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so, but but the whole thing, like everyone everyone on the on the ship, the Nebuchadnezzar, um, like Mouse and and Tank and Trinity, right? Like like Neo talks about Trinity was a hacker. They're all hackers. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all there because they're hackers. Mm-hmm. Um, and essentially, what they're doing is hacking the Matrix. Morpheus says that at some point, right? He's mm-hmm. like, "This mm-hmm. is the ship from which we we." hack the Matrix. Um so they're just it's it's a computer program that everyone's locked into and they're hacking it. Mm. Um and so to me that's really interesting. Where this movie falls short is they they stray from that occasionally into this inexplicable supernatural element. Mm. That allows them to just do things for the sake of doing things, and they're not held to any kind. like they never, they never explain it to you. They're just like, wow, well, but it's it's I don't know, supernatural and <laughs> fate and stuff. <clears throat> right? Sure. So like, so like the whole bending time and doing bullets and whatever, that can all be explained because. It's hacking because it's just Mm. software and Mm -hmm. they're just like altering the software and it's fine. All of that works. What doesn't work from a, they never give us an explanation so we can't, like, we're kind of just like, oh, okay, I guess this is what's, I guess this is logic now. Um, One is the Oracle. Mm. How is she predicting things? Right. Right. And maybe there's. Maybe there's a, a, um, some sort of like hacking software explanation for that that I'm just not <laughs> thinking of. I guess. Um, but what there isn't one for, mm. at least I don't think, is the reincarnation of the chosen one thing. Mm. Right? The fact that he's a chosen one and therefore he can't die and, and he's the reincarnation of, the he's the second coming of the first guy that unplugged everyone and woke them all up and, and mm. stuff like that. Mm. Um, they never explain that. They never mm. make any sense of that. And I don't really remember the sequels all that well. I just remember, like, scenes. Um, so maybe they dive into that. I don't know. Uh, but they definitely don't hear, and it just kind of leaves me feeling like, it feel it feels like weak storytelling lazy script writing because it's like well we need this to happen so let's just kind of shoe it in by using super well you know well because it's, well this and this and this just because um and and you're left going oh okay yeah okay, sure he's the chosen one i guess <laughs> i don't i don't know um which means he can't die oh, okay Right. And there's an oracle who who prophesized this. Oh, okay, sure, <laughs> but 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 how? And mm. and how does that tie into the? Because up until that point, everything makes sense, right? The it's logical that you can go, okay, the machines, and then the machines did this, and it was problematic, and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, but something, but there's this supernatural
1: element that just to me feels really out of place. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. I've never actually and, conf- like and, I've never given that too much thought, but that's interesting,
0: right? So to me, that was the detriment. That was that was the part that was like, uh, you know, I don't know. There's a bunch of things that feel like they're they're a just because thing, mm. and and that takes away from it, right? So there you go. <laughs> there uh. you go, I, and I mean. You know, anything else I can say about this film is just like, you know, uh, you know, yeah, this is fun. Mm-hmm. And that's a great scene and this is a great scene and maybe that doesn't work for me as much, but like yeah, my overall appraisal is good movie. Not as good as we remember because I think I think there's this built-up impossible to live up to hype. Mm. Uh, so so I don't think it's I don't think it's the movie's fault that it's not as good as we remember I think it's just one of those things that we remember differently than it actually is right um, it's just so built up sure uh, and you know and and the reason why it's not as good as we remember is because of the supernatural element that I mean the supernatural element would be fine if I feel like there was a little more connective tissue if it was a little better explained Hmm. um but yeah it's just like you know it's it's basically like so technology and we goofed up and the robots took over and oh yeah also uh magic (laughs) (laughs) and you're like oh okay uh right check 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 and check i guess
1: (laughs) so Um, that's my problem with the matrix fair enough (laughs) yeah you know that's interesting I think I think the only thing I'd counter to that, and I think it just comes to a, a different human being's perspective or or opinion on it, and it's not that I disagree with what you're saying. I think I'm not I think I would have walked away with it being feeling that it had lived up to it more. If it, had, if it was just a standalone film. And I'm not saying that I don't appreciate two and three or that I'm not a, looking forward to number four. And I'm not even saying two and three are bad. Like, that's not what this episode's about. I'm not even trying to explore that question. Right. I just think I like how it is original. And, like, something that really stood out to me is, like, it. I can't think of another film that blends the whole future dystopian society with kind of, like... Um, martial arts and chosen ones and oracles and fates, and it's a kind of in, an interesting pairing and blend, and it's just it adds to the uniqueness of the film. And just when I watched the and like the ending scene and the end credits roll, I think I was just a little disappointed that there was a second and third film. Uh, just from the, the perspective of if it had just been a standalone film, I think I would have said this aged well. It was maybe more artistically significant and um and i just want to make it clear like i just don't i'm not trying to say 2 and 3 are bad i just think sometimes things can be muddied and things can be made for financial reasons and i just think i would have walked away with more of a profound respect for this film if it had just been like a one and done this is like an individual artistic endeavor and that's it but right yeah um, the only uh, the only other thing i want to ask and i am i may, missing something or am i looking too deep into something and this is one of the things that i would have like explored more and i liked it being touched on and we we maybe it was i'll I'll just get into it so there's the whole concept of predestination versus free will which again as an adult i found way more fascinating um than i did as a kid because as a kid you know you're you're living for the action sequences um and you know we've got that little teased a little bit when neo's in the kitchen with the oracle he tips a plant the oracle it's a great moment it's a great great moment even as a kid that moment i appreciated but the oracle intervenes and then it, you know it's the whole question would he have knocked the plant over if she hadn't said yeah. anything and then She's that you the, know
0: yeah she says something like you know <laughs> what's really gonna what's really gonna stir you crazy is had i not said anything would you still have broken the v- pause yeah uh yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, God, like it was her mm-hmm. saying it that made him turn that caused him to bump it. Uh, which... It, it is. It's a great Scott moment.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And which, so then further, we see this kind of in a larger scale. We we get Neo saving Morpheus because of what the Oracle told him. And again, so it's, it's basically he does something because of her intervention. So... Uh, We get, or at least I get the question, would he have saved Morpheus without the Oracle's intervention and her kind of misleading and controlling him? And basically, what I'm trying to ask, and I'm just curious what this film is trying to say, and I'm wanting more of stuff like this, and I would have thought the film was more profound if it went into some of these themes, but I'm just trying to sound it out here. So we've got... In a plugged-in world, we've got everyone who's plugged in, but... We've also got some people who are unplugged and free. But if we have even those who are unplugged and free, like Neo, how free are they actually if they're still being controlled by, you know, in this case, the Oracle manipulating them and interjecting with them? So I'm just kind of curious with the theme of there's people who are not free that are plugged in, there are people who are quote unquote free who are unplugged. But my question is how free are those people actually, if they're still being controlled or manipulated by an outside source. So I I just think there's some of those things where I I do take a step back and go, Ooh, that's neat. But I also go, Ooh, I think I would have thought this movie was better or aged better if it had dipped more into some of those head scratching things versus it kind of touches them on the surface.
0: Right. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't consider that. I think that's really interesting. I do think, like, you talk about being, f- you know, the people who are imprisoned because mm-hmm. they're in the Matrix. Sure. And the people who are, quote, unquote, free being woken up. You know what? Although he's a dick, and I think he went about everything completely the wrong way, <laughs> I 100% identify with Cypher. Sure.
1: Oh, oh, Shit, man. yeah. Put me yeah. back
0: in. Put me back yep. in. Yep. Erase my memory so that I don't know that any of this, because I don't care. Mm-hmm. right like he says mm-hmm. my like i know that this steak isn't real yeah. but the matrix tells my mind that it is i can taste it mm-hmm. and it Ig- tells me that it tastes good and that's Ig- good ignorance
1: enough ignorance is bliss as he says
0: yeah and it's and 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 it's it's good enough and cuz morpheus asks a question at the, at one point in this film and i was like whoa like i'd never picked up on it before but Neo says Neo remarks about something being real or not being real or something. And um, and Morpheus says uh, what is real? Right? Mm. If 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 real is seeing, smelling, tasting and touching, right? Then then real is just electrical receptors firing in your brain.
1: Oh, yeah, and, that was and, if yeah. That,
0: and and if that's all that is, then the Matrix is very real
1: yeah
0: right yeah and i'm like oh man yeah like like what is and it really got me turning because i was sitting there thinking shit like you're right <laughs> like what is what is real if i experience yeah. something yeah even if no one else is if i'm hallucinating back to our black but mirror i was just if i was I'm just gonna say and it's causing me pain yeah physical pain because my brain right my my hallucination is telling me that i'm getting stabbed in the chest and because it's all in my head my brain is responsible for pain receptors oh absolutely right firing absolutely. neurons or what i don't know how it works but like sending electrical signals to my pain receptors or whatever however it works the the pain center of the brain is telling me that i'm i feel like i'm getting stabbed in the chest then i mean the pain is real You know, I'm not, I'm not feeling the, you know, maybe I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling the pain. Maybe I'm not, you know, suffering the negative side effects of, of actually getting stabbed. Right. Like I'm physically, my tissue is fine, Mm -hmm. but, but it's still to a degree. It's, it's pretty
1: real, (laughs) which is, which is alarming, which is what we touched on last week for sure. Yeah yeah um who knew who knew knew that
0: this week would enrich last week
1: (laughs) i feel that's happened a few times on the show where like coincidentally we've touched on something the following week which kind of amplifies something we've already hit on it's actually kind of neat yeah oh i agree yeah um the only thing i'll say is um cool actors in this film um yugo weaving is great i love that scene where the 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 cops are like yeah we sent some guys upstairs and he's like no lieutenant your men are already dead dead.
0: i love do you think so much oh so good agent smith is the best and i love that he's the like moving forward we see a lot more of him right oh for sure just like because that one line i think it's in the third one when they're in the rain because he starts, like, turning everyone into him. Like, the whole Matrix is just Smiths, right, by the third one. Yes, um, yeah. And there's this moment in the rain where they're, you know, the real Smith is about to face off with Neo, and the street is just lined with more Smith, like, Smith copies on either mm-hmm. side. Uh, yeah. And he's just like, Mr. Anderson, welcome <laughs> back. We've We missed
1: you. Missed you.
0: And it's like, Oh yes. Like it's so, and then he gets out. Right. You know, when he like, you Mm, know, he kind of like unplugs himself somehow. And he's like, I don't remember how he does it, but he's like, Mm. ah, so good. He's so good. Hugo weaving is the best man.
1: Do you think, um, this is the last thing I want to, I have written down here. I, I was wondering when he was meeting with Cypher, if he would have honored his agreement with Cypher. And I'm just like, again, this is a theme I would have found interesting somehow explored is just my initial impression is, like, he's not going to honor this. Like, he's the bad guy, so he has no reason to uphold his part of the agreement. Like, he could just screw Cypher over. But on, on the other hand, like, he probably doesn't just want to kill Cypher. Like, Cypher is a battery in his eyes. So he probably, like, for all, maybe, even though he's a bad villain, maybe he would honor his obligation to the, of the deal just because, like, You need a battery power source, so no point in squandering it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I guess just in a traditional setting in this circumstance i would have i would say smith would just backstab this guy cuz there's no way for the nothing this guy can do and if he doesn't remember it anyway smith could really screw him over but on the other hand what's the point of screwing him over just because you do want a, a, a ample power source so maybe he in in all the car- cases of villains and deals maybe he would honor his deal I, I, I don't know so
0: like i mean so explain smith to me because smith The agents mm-hmm. my initial thought when watching this film sure. is that the agents are not people. They're not actual people. Correct. They are code. Correct. Right? Yeah. They are yep. they are um, almost like moderators, basically. They're they're I don't know, they're code. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's even a moment where Smith is talking and it's like he's talking as the machines. Like it's it's almost like a machine, the leader of the machines or whatever. It's almost like the AI that birthed all the machines is speaking through him. He's speaking as that AI.
1: Yeah. I'd say something like that, right? Because even there's a point where he's saying... Send them in, or you know, in reference to the Sentinel. So it, there is some kind of continuity between him and the greater machinery or the greater right power so, that is technology. So, but then, but he
0: wants out. So then, that's when it gets weird because you're like, <laughs> so. But how does he want out? He wants to leave. He feel
1: he also feels trapped in the matrix. Um, I. My impression of that was it's not so much he wants like a human being. I want out because I want to move. I want to retire. I want to get that house with the white picket fence. I think it's more just like as a software program. He has one purpose, and it's to you know. And he feels well. Not even that. Like he he has one purpose, and that's all he has to do. Like that's all he's coded to do. Because I don't remember. Who's like whose
0: yeah. whose who's body does he end up? Because he gets out, and whose body does he get out in? Because it's he has it's, the same it, voice, right? It's it's, like, it's
1: complicated because it's a without guy that looks spoilers, like him but
0: doesn't look like like it's it's not Hugo Weaving, I don't think. But it, it it's not. It's got it's, he's got a lot of the same bone structure, and it's definitely it's, what, the same so, voice. Or it's a guy trying to do a Hugo Weaving <laughs>
1: impression yeah what it is is that it's 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 more complicated than the storyline that's in this film from what i remember he's he's not part of the system anymore quote unquote spoilers here I, I, if yeah i'm gonna the point is he's not who he's not the same individual he was in the original matrix so it's a bit more of a complicated answer um okay so, so just he has have to he keep has different, and he has different motivations, I guess is a spoiler-free way to say it. He has Hugo Weaving's character has different motivations and parameters than he does in this film based on things that happen. So right. it's not an apples-to-apples apples
0: right, comparison.
1: Right, 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 right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Are you, are, are you, <gasps> you ready? I'm ready. Zero I'm to ready. ten, sir. Zero to ten. My my ratings are very nostalgic influenced. So on my scale, it didn't work out. It usually equates to like how much effort I want to put into a movie. And this week I won't even get into that just because it's it's a skewed number and it's pushed by nostalgia. So on my scale, I'll just say it got 8.8 8 out of 10. On Marshall's scale, friend of the show who has a very good movie critiquing scale, his was a little more grounded and I feel a little more confident in it, but I gave it a 7 out of 10 um and yeah i you know it's a solid film i definitely saw some shortcomings like we discussed um but between the merit that the film has and this nostalgic factor um i i I definitely thought it was a good film and i enjoyed watching it as an adult this time because i feel like i haven't watched it since i was like a you know a teenager or a kid who was only allowed to watch it at their aunt and uncle's house and it was like we said we're, we're you wait for the lulls of conversation to lead to a really dope fighting scene.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: What did you give it out of 10?
0: Uh, I give it an 8 out of 10. Like it, it's it is. It's a great Fair. movie. Uh, it's just not what the, you know, it's just got too much hype. It's victim. This movie is victim <laughs> to to its own hype.
1: Fair enough. Fair so. enough. Um
0: I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna press a button and play an audio clip. Hey fellas, Marshall here. This week I watched a 2019 film called The Peanut Butter Falcon, featuring Shia LaBeouf. The story revolves mostly around his character's relationship with a man with Down syndrome who's running away to become a wrestler. What did you watch this week? You know, I I like me some Shia
1: LaBeouf. I do. Um, I, I don't know. I don't. Mm, I feel like with you starting that sentence though I don't know if you do
0: well no 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 okay hang on so I love I love even Stevens right as a, I've got sure. that like nostalgic thing as a kid um, yep. I do really think he's funny at least in the first Transformers movie okay Um and uh what is the, the the disturbed disturbed is that no disturbia 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 with is possibly the most underrated doesn't have enough hype movie that i can think of it is and so And shout good.
1: out to the actor who played Trinity with the matrix connection yeah, right she there she plays mom yeah yeah yeah
0: Carrie-Anne Moss
1: That's it yeah yeah uh, No, actually i think her name was Trinity in the in Disturbia, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: um, but but I haven't seen this, I haven't seen this, so maybe I need to add it to my
1: list. Cool, yeah. I uh it seems like an interesting premise from what I can see, anyway. Cool, uh, answer um, the question. <laughs> I think I only watched two things this week. The first is I've continued the check on Lost, um, you know. Some things haven't changed. There's some things that haven't aged well. So whether it be camera techniques, we've talked about that in the past. And, you know, some storylines are yeah you know, either I get tired of or just haven't aged well. But there's some things that are aging well. And, you know, I, I think some people say, hey, lost the ending sucked. And you're everyone's right and uh can have their own opinions but i think if you just limit it to what the ending of the show was you miss the message and this show's bread and butter was its character studies and it, it's it's has its moments is what i'm saying and it is an, an enjoyable re-watching of the show the only other thing i watched was one episode of a show i started a show and i watched the first episode of loki Ooh, and you skipped a you skipped a series. I skipped a series because I'm more interested in Loki, uh, and I I like I can justify I can go back to the Captain Soldier okay, Winter because you, you do
0: have to like there's there are things that are going to happen in the MCU moving forward. I can um. tell you this that will make <laughs> dick all sense if you haven't seen Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> okay like okay like yeah like it's, it's huge it, it's it's there's there's a movie coming out they've announced a movie that they only announced once the final episode aired because it was too spoilery to to announce that the movie was happening like it's it's you got
1: you got to see Dang. it. Dang. okay all right fair enough all right um i'll put it on the list what did you watch this week Uh, so
0: I've, I mean, I've been continuing 24. In fact, tonight, as soon as we're done this, not as soon as we're done this, later on, I'm going to be Mm. making myself a big old plate of nachos and probably, probably, probably conquering a season finale, uh, tonight. So that's, um, exciting. Beautiful. Uh, I want, and then just continuing the MCU, man, I watched, uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. And I watched Endgame. Ah, uh, yes. And I cried. And so did the two people I was watching it with cried. Um, but we all cried at different moments. They cried at moments that they didn't know were coming. Ah. Um, uh. And I cried at a moment that I knew it would not the same moment. I cried at a different moment. Um, I mean, if you haven't seen Endgame by now, I you know, I don't I, you know. <laughs> what are you doing? Even listening to this podcast. <laughs> Um, right. But I cried when, when, when everyone comes back, and and Tony first bumps into Peter Parker on the battlefield. Mm. And Peter in his, like, normal kind of, like, fast, like, whoa, Mr. Stark, like, you know, do, do you remember when we were <laughs> on that planet and, and I, like, turned to dust? Well, I must have passed out or something because I woke up and then, like, you weren't there and, like, you know, and he's, like, talking, like, super fast. And Tony mm-hmm. just, like, grabs him and hugs him. Yeah. And the, the look on Tony's face, you can tell that, like, five years of guilt have mm. just melted away. Right. And and it's just it's such a beautiful moment. So that made me cry. Hmm. That And the other moment that makes me cry, and I think it's super, super, super underrated, um, hmm. super underrated, is the moment when after, you know, it's like right at the end of the movie, and Morgan, Tony's daughter, and Happy hmm. are sitting outside of this house, and... Um, and she, he asks her if she's hungry, and she says yeah. And and he says, well, what do you want? She says cheeseburgers. And he says, mm. you know, your dad like cheeseburgers. And she said, yep. Yeah, that's. And awesome. he says, I'm gonna get you all the cheeseburgers you want. And he's and, and, and oh. you can t- like the facial acting in John Favreau in that moment is like, holy crap, man! Like, it's just so. It's just incredible. It's just this incredible, incredible scene. I hope I hope we haven't seen the last of Morgan, and and Pepper. Hmm. Um, yeah, so powerful, so good. Um, yeah, so that's what I watched. Oh, and then I watched Spider Man Far From Home. Um, oh, beautiful. It's good. You know, it's a good movie. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what I scored it when we like. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, yeah. but uh, it's good. It's um you know, arguably the best moment in it is is JK Simmons showing up in the Yes in the post credit yes. scene, you know, Spider Man's a menace. Like and you're like, Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um uh, but yeah, it's good it's good, you know, and I'm looking forward to it reminded me, I'm like, man, like the next time we see Spider Man show up, like the world knows things. his identity now.
1: Yeah, things are going to happen.
0: Things are shits. That's man. This Spider-Man movie, honestly, with the <laughs> Spider-Man movie coming and like knowing that Doctor Strange is going to be in it, and there's like some multiverse stuff that's going to happen, and we're still not sure. But maybe Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to show up. We know that Alfred Please. Molina and and Jamie Fox are going to be there. We know, like, just all of this stuff. Next to Endgame, this might be the biggest. Holy crap! What is gonna happen MCU movie that we've ever had?
1: I think I'm. I think that that statement would echo more with me. I think for many reasons, I'm more intrigued.
0: Yeah, like you know, it. I don't know that it beats out Endgame because obviously Endgame was Endgame, and everyone was like dusted, and we're like, what the holy crap! Like, how do we? Like Endgame was just huge. Like there there may never be another movie event ever like Endgame. Uh right. But Spider-Man No Way Home, it's it's shaping up. So,
1: yeah. That's it. That's, I, that's I all you. I
0: watched. But I mean, you know, cut a guy cool. cut, cut a guy some slack. All right.
1: Wrap it up. That's respectable. Thank you everyone for listening. Please like, follow, subscribe on the social media pages below. Uh, If you feel so inclined, check out our Patreon and merchandise page. It's ways for you to help support the show and help us maintain costs. And it's ways for us to give you perks back. Um, Give us a good rate and review wherever you listen to help others uh, find the show. And uh, we always like a comment or a like on our episode pages, so we love hearing from you. Um, And until next time, goodbye wow that's so boring let's no 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 don't just, just don't just end
0: it that way
1: like come on what like tell a joke tell a joke end it with a joke until next time when we review another big mcu movie
0: uh is that next
1: no. so big so big that it toby mcguire might watch it wherever he lives
0: our next episode is going to be Black Widow.
1: <gasps> right. That's crazy. And Toby Maguire is not rumored to be in it. Right.
0: Well, and even if he, like, I, he's, he'll listen to our episode.
1: And Alfred Molina is also not rumored to be in Black Widow. That's that's true. But what's his name is in it? Uh, David Dave Harbour? Is it
0: David Harbour? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah the 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 alcoholic cop from stranger things <laughs> you know yeah that's 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 the legacy you want to have as an actor
1: an alcoholic cop the alcoholic
0: cop